Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Why, hello, and welcome to Get This Shit. My name is Cassie, I'm your host, and uh, joining me today, once again, as my beautiful co-host, is Sam. Hey, guys. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Oh, uh, it's always a pleasure working with you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Day in and day out. <laughs> it's your favorite. Um, I mean, yeah, man, you are one of my favorites because... Couldn't stand to be around you that much if you weren't. I was going to say, yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> do this with anybody else. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was going to start singing a song and then it escaped me. And I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> Come back. Nothing compares to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah, we've had a good couple of weekends uh, hanging yeah, out yeah. with friends and stuff. And uh, oh, show! Yeah, we went to Comic Con last weekend. Oh my god, uh, it was so much fun! So much fun. I've never been to a Comic Con. I've been to Gen Con. Yeah, me. But I've yeah, never this been. Is both of our first Comic Cons. Yeah. We've been to Gen Con a couple times, which for those who don't know, is more of like. A gaming convention, yeah, you know, for and... uh, tabletop games, uh, role playing, whatever. Like it's video yeah, games, D&D. all that jazz. Yeah. But yeah, Comic Con is more based around like, you know, anything comics or fantasy, sci fi. Yeah. You know? uh, it's not just a bunch of sweaty dudes running around in Chewbacca <laughs> costumes anymore. Yeah. No, we. We only saw two Chewbacca's. Yeah, but one was on stilts, dude, and like had a yes. huge Chewbacca costume. It was huge. awesome, huge, yeah, yeah. super cool. Yeah, there was like a respite for Star Wars cosplayers uh, off on one of the hallways of the convention center, so they could fucking chill because people asked to take pictures a ton and blah blah blah. Yeah, and it wasn't the broom. Mm-hmm. As we walked past and looked in, was not playing the theme song from the cantina, uh, which uh, I feel like was a, little, a missed opportunity. A little disappointed. Thanks. Keep that over there. Crisis after crisis here. <laughs> what the heck? No, it's like Twister. It's like Twister. No, you're totally right. What else at Comic-Con? Oh, I got a really cute uh, little bag, makeup bag. I mean, not for my makeup, but maybe some people's. Uh, But it's My (laughs) Little Pony, but it's the Disney Princess ponies. It is so cute. So cute. Uh, Also, I got a really cute glasses cleaning cloth because I'm a fucking weirdo (laughs) and I can't stand it when my glasses are dirty and like as a hairstylist that's like part of it yeah no kidding like all the overspray with all the product that you guys use yeah Uh, especially when I was working at dry bar fuck 
Mm-hmm. My glasses were covered on hairspray, but alcohol <laughs> takes it off. It's fine. But I got a cute glasses cleaning cloth, and it says murder mittens, and it has a little cat paw on it. It's so cute. <laughs> I'll have to do a dump of all the like fucking cool uh small businesses and shit like that yeah, that we absolutely. came across and there's so many artists there oh my god oh yes we got a lot of different artists um information i'll have to dump that oh including uh samuel is just the best um happy 420 to everybody out there <laughs> uh we're recording on 420 uh, it's uh, yeah I'm real sad that Kaylee can't be here for 420 not that I you know wanna, I'm <laughs> upset that you're here but I don't take trips on the elevator as often as you, you do. don't you don't yep 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 but don't worry uh, this half of GTS is properly celebrating so <laughs> uh, we uh, Sam actually found this really cool vendor and uh, it's called Build-A-Bong. Mm-hmm. And you truly got to build your own Water piece. pipe. Yeah, yeah, your own piece. So I, they're 3D printed. Yes, right? it's all 3D printed plastic. So it cuts down on uh, the cost of it. A shitload. A shitload, my fucking friends. <laughs> so I got... um. It is a customizable uh, rig situation. Yeah. And they sell uh, bases and then middle pieces that they call connectors. And they have all sorts of fucking connectors. Things that are like twisty. They have Mm -hmm. uh, scaled. uh, They have some spirals. I, just everything. And these connectors are like four four to twelve dollars, depending on if it's a you know limited release or right, whatever. Yeah. They're uh yeah, it's super cool. Um in between like the base and each connector, or like the base and the first connector, and then each subsequent connector is just a threaded it's a ring with threads on it, like you know, what you screw yeah. the bottle cap onto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a ring of that, and so part of it screws into one side of it, and the other side you screw it down into the next piece, and each of those pieces are like... 99 cents. Yeah, 99 cents on their website. So The different bases range from like $10 to... To like 25 I think, something like that. For like a skull or something. It was fucking baller. They come in all different colors, textures... Um, I got five pieces, so a mouthpiece, uh, two connectors. I got an ice, what is what ice chamber? Yep. Ice mm-hmm. chamber. So it cools out smoke. It's so nice. And I got the base. They threw in the mouth. Uh, nope, the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. It has been the best fifty dollars I have spent in a moment. And I celebrated with it earlier. Yeah. So um, all of the plastic is durable enough for so you can clean it with alcohol, just like you would yep. all of your other accessories. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and like you can get as many parts as you want. You can yeah. customize it. However, mm-hmm. 
On their website, they also yeah. sell pre-assembled ones if you don't. or like, And they're cheap, like 20 bucks. I mean, I'm sure you have to some assembly required, but they pick it out for you and you go, oh, that looks cool. But I mean, they also have adapters for like two, three, yes. four-way adapters, angled ones if you want it to be more ergonomic, stuff like that. Yeah, instead of Super beaker. cool, super cheap. Indiana-based company that uh, small business that's yeah. really got a cool product for a very, very affordable price. Yes. So, I mean, we're doing a get that shit early as well. (laughs) (laughs) You get two today, friends. So I'll make sure to drop those addresses and different things in our Instagram and on our website. What have you. I'll post a picture of my flower vase. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, Speaking of great days, (laughs) we brought home a new friend today. You sure did. Sammy, tell the people. Uh, So um, for those of you who are longtime listeners, you know that we had two cats for a long time, Mm -hmm. uh, Mick and Rocky. Unfortunately, Rocky had to cross the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. was it less than less than a year ago? Yep, October twenty eighth. Yep, and so it took a little bit for our, for our hearts to mend to be ready yeah. to open up our house to another uh, friend, but we were able to bring one home today. His given name is William. Uh, His government name. <laughs> <laughs> we're so we we haven't decided if that's gonna stay or go, but. Um, we're batting around the options. <laughs> See what I did there? Batting eh, around eh, the options. Eh. But yeah, uh, he's a big boy. He is a tab of love. He is a domestic short hair who's like 13 pounds or he's so. He's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big boy. I'm sure Cassie will dump some Instagram pictures of him as oh, well. Oh, you so. better believe it. You better believe it. I haven't actually... He's in the house. but And we've been waiting on him for probably... Two weeks, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, because I filled out the adoption application, but he had yet to be caught up on all the shots and to be fixed uh, yeah. and microchipped. So they took care of all that uh, and said he called me yesterday, said that he was ready to come home today. So I am so excited to meet him. We have him not quarantined, but he has his own space right now. Yeah. In Sam's room. So. Yep, he gave him the whole used, room to yeah. himself, so he can just vibe in there, you know, do his little kitty vibe. Uh, but I laid on the floor because he's under the bed, and I was trying to see him, but to no avail. Yeah, he's a little overstimulated in a yeah. new environment, so we're just letting him hide out as long as he wants till he's ready to come out and meet us in his new home space. Yeah, I'm so, I'm just so excited to meet <laughs> this little booger. He is a lover. Yes, he is a lover. And speaking of meeting new bebés, we are uh, traveling this weekend. Oh, yeah. And we're going to visit my cousins. I almost said like our cousins, but I didn't want it to sound like fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) We are from Indiana. So, Uh, yeah, we're going to visit my cousins. And they uh, uh, just had a new baby. So I uh, we haven't met them yet because they live a couple hours away from us. So yep, yep. we're 
loading it up and heading out and we're gonna see them and hang out and celebrate some achievements and their parenthood and everything oh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun oh uh, yeah so excited um oh my god i almost what? forgot my highlight of comic-con oh yeah uh, one, uh, they did this uh, real quick. They did a panel called Twisted Tunes that you should look oh, up. Oh, shit. Yes. Where it's they get uh, different voice actors together and they do like a table read of a movie script and they'll do parts of scenes. Each of them will be assigned a voice mm-hmm. and uh, then they'll do part of a scene and then they'll pause and then they'll switch up everyone's voices. So. We got to hear the Breakfast Club table read <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with characters like John Malkovich or uh, Scary Terry from Rick yeah. and Morty to Tigger to Herbert the Pervert to Mickey Mouse, Cowley yes. Lion, Tom yes. Hiddleston, all the Winnie wacko. the Pooh. Yes, Winnie the Pooh, wacko. Oh, my God. So it was so much fun. Yes. And, like, the actors having fun was so contagious. Oh, yeah. and But my personal favorite was we sat in on a Q&A with uh, Carrie Elwes, who played uh, Wesley on Princess Bride. He was yes, in Saw, yes. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Liar, Liar, He's Twister. He's so tall and handsome and <laughs> he is a very uh, handsome articulate man, yes. and intelligent and gracious. He's so, yes, a very, very gracious. He... Uh, had just an air of gratitude about him yes. and respect yes. for the fans and just really wanted to have... It just seems like a very genuine person. Yeah, just a know? good fucking dude. Yeah. Like, I would trust him to watch my drink while I go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of good dude. And I, we were there with some friends and uh, one of our friends mentioned that she wanted to make sure that she at least saw him. Mm-hmm. So we run in there and chairs. I love it. Cause I mean, we did a lot of <laughs> walking lot in of our walking, steps yeah. that day. We sat down and he was just so engaging. Like yeah. none of us tried to get up and leave and be like, Hey, let's go to other, like, other things. Cause uh, it was yeah. enthralling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. If you ever get a chance, even if you're not like, you know, super nerdy cosplay whatever there was i it's like halloween yeah your favorite character oh yeah like that's basically Mm -hmm. it if you want to dress up i wore a bob's burger shirt and i got compliments from people right yeah Uh, and sam he wore his yu yu Hakusho yes shirt that is um like the cover of abbey road album art yeah album cover yeah, and our friends had Star Trek shirts on, like, mm-hmm. that we went, like, that level of nerd, whatever. But, yeah, man, it was so much fun. The costumes were great. Is Mick meowing? He's smacking the door. Bring him in. Hi, buddy. <laughs> I Mick doesn't know what to do with himself now that I'm working, and, like, it started out as, like, three days a week, and now I'm working... I worked a full week last week, and I'm working four this week and next, like... Working from nine to yeah, five. Yeah, and, and, and my clients are up my butt, which I love you, thank you, but, like, I'm trying to get, you know, life together, and I I'm, I have so much stuff to do, because I couldn't do last year, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Oh my god. Yeah, you're getting out and living this year. I sure fucking am. Well, Sam, did you, uh, well, I know you did, but <laughs> what, uh, you bring some shit with you today? I sure did. All right. Hopefully it'll be fun. Okay. I, I'm down to clown. <laughs> right. So for today's Get This Shit, I did a list of Get This Shit. Oh, a list of shit. All yes, right. I, I love it. a list of shit. So just, uh. Just a list of shit. Yeah, just, you know, little known facts or things that you thought you knew but are actually wrong or just, uh, yeah, just like. I love that. I no, just, I love it. I picture, um, oh, what's the journalist on, quote unquote journalist on uh, Parks and Rec? The gotcha. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, uh, what's her Joan Calmezzo, I think. Joe Calamezzo. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> All right. So starting off with number one. Number one. Berries. Right. We know what berries are. Strawberries, blueberries. Mixed berries. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so berries are classified as simple fruits stemming from one flower. Okay. Simple so fruits. by this definition, technically, bananas, avocados, watermelons, pumpkins and <laughs> and pineapples are technically berries. They're berries? <laughs> yeah. Ava- An avocado berry. <laughs> right? Pumpkin berry. Banana berry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you uh happen to get like the genus name species name no i didn't know i mean i would assume that it's the genus like berries is like the genus Um, gotcha el berries right (laughs) i don't know what makes things latin (laughs) like root word latin yeah okay well add l to it that's that's (laughs) that's gonna work for you that's all i got man Now, speaking of pineapples. I love pineapples. Yeah. Do you know how they got their name? No, I don't know that I've ever really thought about it. So pineapples got their name because explorers who discovered them and named them pineapples realized they were fruit like apples. But they the outside somewhat resembles that of a pine cone. Oh, my God. It's right there. Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> they were like, no, it's a tree apple. <laughs> what? <laughs> Got to get some tree apple. So uh, switching gears, fun story. Red Solo Cups. Red Solo cup Are a common souvenir to bring back from the U.S., from other countries. Get the fuck out of here. This is because they are seen uh, in so many parties and so many different movie scenes. What? That it's like in American movies and uh, parties, there's always solo cups. So when people come to the U.S., a lot of times they'll bring back solo cups as a souvenir. So it's like when... (laughs) I bring home a coconut from the Dominican Republic. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my God. I wonder if fucking Customs tosses their fucking shit. (laughs) Well, no, because it's just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
All right. You ready for another? I'm ready. All right. If you die, you can now get a headstone with a QR code. Get out. They're called Get out. <laughs> they are called living headstones and when you scan them, they bring up a web page with photos and video biographies Aww. and uh, comments and letters from loved ones and like yeah, it's like a That's really sweet. Yeah, it's super smart. That's really sweet. I want I wonder if just anyone can scan them. You know what I mean? Or oh, yeah. if you have to have a code. I think... Because, like, as sweet as that is, some people could possibly take advantage of that. Sure. Yeah, I could see that, but at the same like time... Like domestic violence situations, yeah. things like that. Yeah. I think... We'll have to look at it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I could, that's baller. Yeah, because I mean, like, yeah, I'm on either side of it because uh, for sure, I would love to be able to yes. like walk through a cemetery, scan a random yes. QR headstone, and be like, oh my god, this person was fucking cool. Yes, just a good dude, good chick, dude, whatever you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hell yeah. And yeah, just learn well, about somebody who lived in a different time, possibly, or what you know. You it could almost be like a a different form of history. Yeah, you know? for sure, a uh, living history. Yeah, it, yeah, you, that's literally your legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if. Okay, so we both know that I'm gonna die first, and because <laughs> it need, it has to happen. Upon, yeah, yeah, we agreed. Um, you're gonna have to put one of those. Because I can only imagine people in the future like scanning mine and being like, what the fuck? Why did she have a banana costume on so much? Like, <laughs> Hey, to be fair, you wore the Pooh Bear costume just as much as the banana. I, yeah, I still have that bitch. Like, I'll wear it again if we, it's cold. Yeah, we still have fucking, both. Yeah. yeah, if it's cold. But you'll have to put it near my tree because fuck that shit. I'm not being buried. I'm going to be uh, made into a tree. I'm being yeah. planted. You're just trying to recreate Fangorn Forest, and I don't appreciate it. Forest. Yeah, that's how ghost trees happen. Ghost trees. You better believe it. Yeah. My berries are going to be haunted. Yeah, it's the Whomping Willow. Do you think that? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So next, did you know that bubble wrap was originally designed to be wallpaper? Get the fuck <laughs> out of town. It was supposed to be textured wallpaper. Why? I don't know, because people are fucking weird. When was that? When was it made? When was bubble wrap invented? Oh, I have it somewhere in my notes, but I have to dig to find dig it. Dig for him. Um, and also, along the wallpaper line, Play-Doh huh? was originally invented to clean wallpaper. What? Yeah, not like scrub it, but to well, like yeah. kind of like sticky tack or whatever, pull like smudges what off of there. What the fuck? But yeah. <laughs> I'm looking up when bubble wrap was invented. I was typing and staring Samuel right in the face. 1957! Mm-hmm. Ew! Uh, that could have been my grandma putting bubble wrap up in her house. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, both my parents were uh, one years old. In- little, ba- little babies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else you got for me? Um, All of the sweaters Mr. Rogers wore on his show were hand-knitted by his mother. 
Oh. Right? I thought that was a sweet, touching That's one. That's so sweet. Mr. Rogers is a good fucking dude, man. Yeah, Mr. Rogers, Steve Irwin, and Bob Ross and LeVar Burton are like the four horsemen of peak wholesomeness. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll have to look him up. Pay him a little trip yet. <laughs> All right. Rednecks. What up? All right. Spelled. R-E-D-N-E-X. Okay. Is a band. No, it is not. It sure is. That's amazing. They are the band that remixed and popularized the song Cotton Eye Joe. No. Yes. They are not from the South. Are they from like Boston? They are not from the U.S. They are Swedish. I was going (laughs) to. And each band member has a southern sounding stage name. I did not have a chance to look any of them up. Oh my God. I love this. For anyone intrigued, feel free to uh, read up on that and write us back. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Redneck. Those are Swedish men singing. Uh I've been married a long time ago. Oh my God! Where where did they come from, Sweden? Mm-hmm. And that's where they go. Can I, Joe? Right. <laughs> my own remix. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we eat less than we think. Uh, okay. And by that, I mean that about seventy-five percent of the food we eat today comes from about five animal species and about 12 plant species. So five animals, 12 plants accounts for about 75% of our the food we consume on a regular basis. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Right, I know. Because, I mean, yeah, you're going through it in your head, aren't you? Because that's what I did. Yep. <laughs> uh, Got yeah. beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes. <laughs> yes stop oh my god you're so fucking funny yes all right you me yes all of us really are more bacteria than human i believe that 110 (laughs) percent in an average human body bacteria cells outnumber human cells about 10 to 1 10 to 1? Yes, but the bacteria cells are so small, they make up less than 3% of the body's overall mass. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, sheer population. Yeah, they're fucking, yeah, they're there. There's a lot more of them than oh than human God. cells. So That's, I believe that. Okay, California. California. <laughs> Do you know the state animal of California? It's on their flag. Oh, God. Um. Well, you almost had a guess before. A dodo? No, not a dodo. Um, well, it's not a snack. No, that would be Texas. Well, that's not on their flag. That's on the (laughs) don't tread on me flag. Don't don't step on snack. (laughs) Have you seen that? I don't think so. I'll have to show you it because people have been like changing out other people's fun. 
don't tread on me with don't step on snack. Oh my god. Um, but okay, their shit. What is their the seagull? No, <laughs> no, no, no. But what is it? the seagull is the state bird of a landlocked state. I don't know if you a knew that. Landlocked state? Is it Ohio? Nope, it's Utah. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> Uh, is it because of the salt lakes? Like I, I don't have a reason for you. I don't know. F- just a shit ton of seagulls. And <laughs> any will be. Would you like to know the state animal? Yes, I sure do. It's the grizzly bear. Motherfucker! I thought about bear, but I was like, can't possibly. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. There are no grizzly bears in California. That is why I was like, you can't, it can't be the bear. That's probably Colorado's or some shit. Well, unfortunately, it's a little wah wah because there used to be thousands of grizzly bears what in the fuck? California. What the fuck? Before the mid 1800s. Oh my God, humans suck. Do you, can you guess what the major factor is? The gold rush. Exactly. That is absolutely right. Yeah. It's because of the gold rush that started in 1849 that between Ugh. 1849 and 1922, oh my every grizzly God. bear in California was either captured or killed. What the fuck? That, and in case you're wondering, the math is about 73 years. So less than 75 years. Well, Less than 75 years and they were out of there. Yep. That's horrible. It is horrible for sure. All right. Get this shit. Okay. The Library of Congress Uh has 838 miles of bookshelves consisting of over 39 million books. Holy fucking shit. They receive... Oh, damn it. I need to recheck back in my notes, but uh, they receive, I think, 15,000 new pieces of information a day to be added to the Library of Congress. Oh, my God. Now, I'm sure a lot of that is online based and not actually like physical pieces of paper. owls at Hogwarts. (laughs) Yes. Um, If you, that is enough shelf space to linearly stretch so you know bookshelves are like five six however yeah, many yeah. high if you were to take those one shelf mm-hmm. and just line them up it's enough enough shelving to stretch from houston to chicago holy shit <laughs> holy yep. shit yeah yep yep uh, that's one of the reasons why i want to visit the library of congress yes. if i ever go to dc library of congress and Smithsonian. Like, I could yep. spend a week in each of them. Yup. Yup. All right. Animal facts. Okay. I love animal facts. Well, just one. Here's one that you were taught. Camels do not store water in their humps. They don't. I knew that, but. Do you know what they do store in their humps? Is it fat? Yes. Yeah. So they can same. go long times without eating. Not the same. That's where we differ. That's where camels and I differ. Do you know why that they can go so long without water, though? It has something to do with the fat cells, right? Not as much. Uh, no. All right. So interesting fact. 
camels have the ability to uh, their bodies as they dehydrate. Mm-hmm. It does not change the viscosity of their blood at all. Uh, oh. So, yeah, they are able to reach much lower water levels than us or many other mammals. Wow. And still be able to function the same with their cardiovascular and respiratory system. That's fucking interesting. Yeah. I... I... Had no idea. Yeah. Not a clue. Yep. So they have the fat cells that allow, you know, them to go without eating and then... Uh, yeah, their blood helps them to no go without wonder, drinking. They're a fabulous desert animal. All right. Last but not least. Yes. Biggest. Get this shit. I bet you didn't know. Oh, God. Okay. I'm prepared. Yeah. Buckle up for this one. Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. The first Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was about the pilgrims having a meal with the Wampanoag Indians, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a story that was told by Abraham Lincoln. No. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. So Abraham Lincoln promoted the idea of a happy meal between the pilgrims and the indigenous peoples in an effort to create a feeling of harmony and to bring people back together after the Civil War. What the fuck? Yeah, buckle up, champ. Uh, according to Ramona Peters, who is uh, a Mashpee Wampanoag tribe's tribal historic preservation officer, according to her, what really happened was in 1663, a man was discovered murdered in a boat in Plymouth. <laughs> then an English uh, major named John Mason... And his soldiers then blamed the Pequot tribe. Uh, as one does. They then proceeded to kill 400 indigenous people. What the fuck? Including women and children. Uh, well, yeah, of course. The governor of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, William Newell, proclaimed, quote, From that day forth shall be a day of celebration and thanksgiving for subduing the Pequots. Thanksgiving to who? Them? The murderers? Yes. What the fuck? I... Yeah, I almost didn't include this one because I was like, no, what, what, but like I was looking up lists of, hey, I gotcha, bet you didn't know, and it was on, like, three of them. Oh, my God. And I got to the third one. I was like, I I guess I have to. Abraham Lincoln invented Thanksgiving. Pretty much. I mean, no, I mean, it was already celebrated holiday, but, like, it has the narrative it has now because He, of... he made it fetch. hmm Oh, my God. Yep. I'm horrified. Yes, I was sufficiently horrified as well. Sufficiently horrified. So, yeah, get that shit. I don't... uh. That's it. (laughs) You just took a big old dump on me. I I didn't mean to end it on a downer, but I mean, you don't put the showstopper in the middle either. So No, you're totally right. (laughs) You're totally right. We killed 400 indigenous peoples and called it Thanksgiving. 
Hey, you hear about camels? Like, <laughs> have you ever, have you ever wondered? <laughs> oh my god! Avocados or berries? Yeah. Want to talk about that after that bombshell? <laughs> well, uh, Sam, that was fucking. It was something. <laughs> Parts of it were great. Yes, absolutely. You did a really good build, though, because <laughs> I, like the berries thing brings brings a smile back to me. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah. All righty. Well, 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 then uh, you and I both had, uh, again, the same vein. It's like we live together or something. <laughs> right. We were, uh, yeah, because... I happened across, once again, a TikTok, but (laughs) many TikToks, and then I fell down a rabbit hole and all of this. I also have some maybe new unknown facts about uh, some shit here. Okay. All right. Sam, you ready? I'm ready. Lay it on me. All righty. Get this shit. Okay. Do you remember... Anything before 2020. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you like remember stuff happened before. Yeah, things happened. For there sure. were things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we thought that those things were like bad and like bad omens. Okay. Uh, April 15th, 2019. Harambe. No. <laughs> oh my God. Everything goes bad. Don't fucking talk about him like that. I'm just saying that's where our multiverse differed. One hundred and ten percent. Like I, you can't convince me otherwise. Notre Dame Cathedral okay. catches on fire. Do um, you remember that? Yeah, I may have applauded a little bit. Oh <laughs> no, the shrine to the pedophilic exploitative oh, yeah. regime. Oh my God, it's burning. Where the fuck do you think they got the gold from? From the backs of the people oh they God. exploited for centuries. Oh no, it's burning. <laughs> me. Can give a fuck. <laughs> well, anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, no, um, you're good. Lay it out, man. Lay it out. Reconstruction efforts did begin in 2020. Sure. They had to first remove scaffolding that was part of a separate restoration okay. that was going on before it caught on fire. Sure. A new scaffolding in support had to be added to begin any real restoration air uh, restoration efforts in the affected area. Yeah, absolutely. Because this uh, cathedral is over 850 years old, mm-hmm. uh, an archaeological dig team was a part of the cleanup and right. all of that yeah, kind of absolutely. stuff. And they discovered a lead sarcophagus. Do you remember that? No, God, no. <laughs> you don't? No, I was just happy it was burning. Like, <laughs> you're, oh my God, you're so funny. Well, they did. They found a lead sarcophagus in the shape of a human. <gasps> and there were Superman. Oh my God, vampire <laughs> Superman. I don't know. There were several small tombs, according to the French Ministry of Culture. Okay. No vampires reported, though. Boo. No, no vampires recorded that they're telling us about. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So when this was unearthed, it was just literally underneath the floor. Like, (laughs) 
It's just under the floor, like okay. catacombish sure. area, but not like right. down, down, down. They believe that they have keyed into who it is. Uh, it is a religious figure that dates back to the 14th century. Okay. So I'm not, they're not entirely sure who it is, but. Gotcha. Do they think it was like a, a privilege to be buried underneath Notre Dame in a sarcophagus? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. I didn't yes. know if it was like the it bones was of St. Probably Saint a Peter cardinal or, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or I didn't know if it was like. You or get- whatever they had back in the day. Fuck. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, they, I'm sure they had cardinals, yeah. I mean, they've been around fucking putting their things where it doesn't belong forever, so. <laughs> I mean, no offense. No fucking offense. Talk to Sky Daddy. It's. A, I mean, you can't talk to Sky Daddy if you're Catholic. Right. But, I mean. <laughs> yeah, go pray to your saints to bitch to God about the yeah. shit that came out of our mouths. It's fine. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I have crystals and rocks, so don't. I'm not making fun of anybody. But, uh, so... In efforts to find out what the fuck's in there, because I don't know if you know this, but like, I, I'm raising my hand because I'm kind of veering off topic. Um, y- you know that the ice caps are melting and glaciers are melting and things like that, permafrost and what have you, and it's uncovering different things and whatnot. I'm, I'm sorry, Cassie, I didn't see any air quotes with that. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God. Alleged. Alleged. So, permafrost is defrosting. And there are ancient fucking uh, organisms in that shit. Bacteria, viruses, mm-hmm. all of that nasty shit. <gasps> COVID. <laughs> Samuel, I think you've stumbled onto something. Oh, God, they're coming after me. They're gone. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I, was about to bang on the, I was about to bang on the door to mimic uh, ATF or some shit, but then I realized Cassie has to edit this. And she'd probably, Bless you. she'd probably kill me after. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to be together when I'm editing this. And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would yell at you. I'd make you listen to it. So instead of opening up this lead sarcophagus, the archaeologist used a tiny endoscope camera to verify any identifying elements in the remains. It's just going to be goo. <laughs> You're not entirely wrong. <laughs> You're not entirely wrong. Uh, the lead archaeologist, I apologize, Christoph Besnier, said you can glimpse pieces of fabric, hair, and a pillow of leaves on top of the head. Okay. And they were also able to uncover what appears to be uh, the remnants of uh, several small sculptures, including a bust of a bearded man and some sculpted vegetables painted on them. Okay. <laughs> I I just thought, yeah, I was I like, what? I, okay, that's well, awesome. Yeah, like, it's he, weird because like some of the Chinese religions and, and ancient yeah, Egyptians yeah, yeah, yeah. who believe that, you know, you could take that stuff with you to the afterlife. You know? Yes. That's why the... Uh, terracotta warriors were oh, in, in yeah. the tombs uh-huh. or why slaves were buried with pharaohs yeah you know? yeah yeah so i'm curious about why vegetables yeah with, uh, who's it's that we're talking with a about. beard man yeah i yeah. wonder who the bearded man is his so, beard <laughs> his beard <laughs> the team had until march 25th to conclude the excavation before construction resumed again because they need that shit put back together 
before the 2024 Paris Olympics. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't care either way. Let's be honest. I know. So I've got a bit of a theme today and like I, I didn't I didn't really know how to like lead into it at the beginning. So. This is not a mummy. We're so just so everyone is clear, whatever mm-hmm. was found in Notre Dame, not a mummy. Right. Okay. But we're kind of leaning mummy ish. Is that what you're saying? I have an example of an American mummy. Oh. Yes. And uh an example is Elmer McCurdy. I'm picturing like a mummy. Yosemite Sam. That's what you're I'm... not entirely <laughs> wrong. So, if you don't know, the Dollop, which is one of our favorite podcasts, yes, uh, they actually do an amazing. Oh yeah, they did podcast. do an episode yeah, an on episode. Elmer McCurdy. Yeah, I do remember that one. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was looking in my sources area because I'm pr- I know that I fucking look. Yep, there it is. Perfect. Episode sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. All right. Elmer McCurdy was shot dead. On the Kansas-Oklahoma border by sheriffs during a scuffle after a train robbery. Mm -hmm. They robbed passengers of $46 and two jugs of whiskey. Hey, that's a lot of money back then, all right? It is. It was. That could pay for a lot of prostitutes. Lots of them. Uh, McCurdy's body was embalmed while waiting to be collected by a family member. As it turns out, McCurdy was not super popular, (laughs) and no one wanted him, even in death. (laughs) You take mine, take him, you take him. I I don't want him. You know what, this is act like, we didn't hear him. Someone will figure this out. Yeah, yeah, we'll just say the Pony Express got lost, it's fine. I can just see him bouncing along on the back of a Pony Express Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Oh, God. At first, McCurdy's body was propped up in the corner of the coroner's office. Sure. Uh, Curious onlookers were able to see it. Who are you going to practice your knock-knock jokes on? I hate you. Uh, You're them. (laughs) (laughs) The coroner was an aspiring stand-up comedian. It was a new field, right? I can't stand you. Literally stand-up comedian. (laughs) Eventually, a pair of enterprising carnies posed as distant McCurdy relatives and hauled him off to parts unknown. (laughs) Okay. Which is also known as Oklahoma. Oklahoma, right? (laughs) Until he surfaced in Long Beach, California in a fun house. In 1976. My God. I, you know, anytime I think of Fun House, I just think of the Fun House Hall of Mirrors. Yes. <laughs> so just having a random mummy in the Hall of Mirrors. I can't stand <laughs> you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he was used as a prop for years. Well, sure. If you got a mummy, you got to milk that thing. You got to milk your mummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He just said milk your mummy. I did, I did. (laughs) So, how was it discovered that Elmer McCurdy was... Elmer McCurdy? Yeah, an American mummy. I don't know. You ask. 
Right. Hey, oh how God. was it discovered that Elmer McCurdy was an American mummy? Well, an unfortunate crew member on the television series The Six Million Dollar Man what? was moving <laughs> McCurdy out of a shot when the mummy's arm broke. Oh. And it revealed a real human bone. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yep. So we're talking like train rob. Okay, when was he killed? Shitty Wild Bill. Okay, let me go back up. Boop 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 boop. Oh my gosh! Of course I wouldn't put it. Let me let me Google it. So yeah, no, I'm picturing like Wild Wild West times, riding a horse to rob a train type. Did it did all the way into when was the six million dollar man? Like fifties, sixties. So, Elmer McCurdy died October 7th, 1911. Okay, all right. So, not quite. But still, that's like 40, 50 years. Bro. Okay, no. I totally see him as like Wild West. Like, right, yeah. No, yeah, okay. All he right. definitely I'm, is. Well, I mean, I did say at the top, I was thinking of uh, Mummy Yosemite Sam. So, that probably colored my uh, impression of it. Yeah. Elmer McCurdy was positively identified December 1976. 76? He spent what? so long in there. Oh, my God. Everyone's like, hey, how many times do I have to move this fake fucking mummy around this goddamn set? Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Where did we no get kidding. this thing from anyway? I don't know. Some fucking carnies in a fun house. <laughs> that's so funny some oh production assistant who gets paid a nickel compared to the actors on there is some PAs moving this thing around yes. and finds out they had to touch a dead body a shitload of times yes so I this, I'm not entirely sure if the exact episode of Elmer McCurdy uh, was filmed the sure. six million dollar man in 76, but in the 70s, he had been there forever, forever. So make sure that you listen to The Dollop with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, episode 69, one of my favorites of all time. All right. Well, you want to know something about mummy mummies? Sure. All right. Well, Samuel. Are those female British mummies? Mummy yes. mummies? Mummy mummies. <laughs> Have you ever wondered where did all the mummies go? Oh, every day. Every, every day. day. Every day. What's that ska band that you like? Oh, Here Come the Mummies? Here Come the Mummies. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have to tag them because they they're fucking fabulous. Great. Uh, so, mummies seem super rare, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Or they are rare. You would, yeah, one would think. Uh, Well, they are. There's right. not many of them. Blah, blah, blah. What have you. Well... Ancient Egypt has been practicing mummification and along with the surrounding areas for ever, Uh right? Sure. There should be a shit ton of mummies. One would think. Yeah? Well, I mean, well, I always thought that like mummification was reserved for uh, like the pharaohs and and, like the higher class and stuff like that. Well, I, I do get into it in here a little bit, but... The ancient Egyptians who started like 
purposefully mummifying people. Mm-hmm. They were trying to re- recreate what the desert did naturally. Uh, well, yeah, that so, makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it be it, it was reserved for royalty and whatnot, but it it became a little bit more widely available. Gotcha. As time went on. So, so that brings us to where did all the fucking mummies go? The classic painting, Interior of a Kitchen. It's Oil on Canvas by Martin Drolling in 1815. Okay. I mean, that's pretty... Who doesn't know that? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So this is the painting that I'm talking about. Yeah, it uh, looks like the interior of a kitchen from 1815. Yeah, right? Perfect. You guys will just need to pop over to Instagram or Google, but hit that like, that heart, okay, when you go visit Instagram. (laughs) It is thought to be with near certainty that it is painted with one of the most popular colors of that time and one of the most controversial colors. Okay. Mummy brown. All right. From the 16th to the 19th century, many painters favorited this pigment, and it remained available into the 20th century. In 1915, a London pigment dealer... Hold on. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) So you mean to tell me (laughs) that the mummies went into paint... (laughs) Like Benjamin Moore, Sherwin Williams, Sherwin Williams, Picasso harvested. <laughs> I like it, Picasso. Oh my god! Buckle up, Buttercup. Okay. In 1915, a London pigment dealer commented that one mummy would produce enough pigment to last him and his consumers at least 20 years. Okay. Cool. So you're getting bang for your buck. You sure are. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah, it was the... Oh, my God. A popular 19th century artist, Edward Byrne Jones, found that the pigment was most useful for shading, shadows, and, ironically enough, flesh tones. (laughs) But upon discovering the source of the pigment... Burn Jones is said to have been horrified and felt compelled to bury his reserves of Mummy Brown. Good on him. Uh, right? In, this, in my opinion, this is the uh, least offensive use of mummies. Right, yeah. Didn't some people used to snort mummies? In the 12th century, Europeans <laughs> have been eating mummies uh, and like using it. them as like medicine. It. Let me guess, boner medicine? Boner medicine? Fucking probably. <laughs> the peak Anytime of- there's a fucked up homeopathic remedy, yes? it, 90% <laughs> of the time it starts out as boner medicine. Boner meds! <laughs> the peak of the mummy munchies was in the 16th century. <laughs> you like that? I did. <laughs> uh, where these mummy pieces and what have you could be found on apothecary shelves in the form of broken pieces of body 
Or ground powder. Uh, yeah, so... Uh. So, like, you know, in some... I've seen it in video games and different things where you enter an apothecary and there's, like, that big glass cylinder thing with the glass top and it has, like, mm-hmm. just uh, femurs and tibias, like, just right, bones yeah. and dust in it. Sure. L- literally. Cool. 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 Yep. Is this where communion came from, or? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, now, Samuel, you may be asking yourself, why in the hell would anyone ever eat mummy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm asking that, but I'm sure that. Okay, so if peak usage was in the 16th century, mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of education. Not around. incredibly smart. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, uh, what do I want to say? Superstitious. Impre- uh, superstitious, impressionable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So someone told him that it had medicinal properties of some sort, I'm guessing. And historians think that it basically came down to a gross misunderstanding. Cool. Yep. Gross in more than one way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A substance called bitumen, or bitumen. Okay. If you know anything about bitumen, and if I'm saying it wrong this entire time, I'm so sorry. You mean by menin? By menin. I hate you. If I say that, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, my God. Bitumen, uh, you may know it in uh, a more common name now, which is asphalt. Okay. Turns out, one form or another, bitumen has been used around the world, and it's been around since ancient times. It is notably in the Sky Daddy's Bible in Genesis when referring to the materials listed to erect the Tower of Babel. Okay. So it's old as fuck. Sure. Good old Nimrod. <laughs> uh, this substance is viscous when heated, but hardens when it dries cool. and smells like hell. Just yeah. just a few uses uh, were stabilizing broken bones, ingesting bitumen with wine to cure chronic coughs, and dysentery. I mean... It'll help dysentery. It'll plug you up. It'll I'm plug guessing. you up. Sure will. Won't be shitting kittens no more. Right. Uh, Ew, gross. Yeah. You can also combine it with vinegar to dissolve and remove clotted blood. Cool. Yep. Some <laughs> other uses, just in case. All right. You needed more. Uh, include treatments for cataracts. Uh. <laughs> Like successful treatment or it just has been used to treat cataracts? Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll test it out. Where's sure. your grandma? No. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Just wait. I'll have one here in like three days. Fuck. Right. You already got bursitis. I know. <laughs> they also used it for toothaches and skin diseases. Cool. Yep. Take that leprosy right off. Right on off. Do they use it to reattach noses that fell off because of syphilis. From syphilis? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, we now know, uh, one, two, three, we now 
recall the embalmed ancient Egyptian corpses, mummies. Right. Because when Europeans first saw the black stuff that was coating these remains, they assumed it was this valuable bitumen or mumia. The word mumia became a double meaning, referring both to the bitumen that mm-hmm. flowed from nature and the dark substance found on these ancient Egyptians. Okay. Which may or may not have, have actually yep. been bitumen. Yep. But there's no way of knowing. Yeah, I, correct. As supplies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I God, know. I can only imagine the multitude of other things it could have been. They're like, ah, it's black, it's viscous, it smells like hell. Uh, hey, let's stick it on our eyeballs to yeah, even fix our cataracts. <laughs> why not? I'm going to eat that. I've been shitting for days, son. <laughs> As supplies of bitumen became increasingly scarce, perhaps partially uh, because of its wonder drug reputation. Right. These embalmed cadavers presented a potential new source. Oh my God. I'm just picturing like flim flam pat medicine men. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It, it, yes. It fixes mumia. It fixes mumia. Oh my God, I love it. Mama Mia, it's mumia. Mama Mia. <laughs> most likely do. I. <laughs> this thought was most likely due to the world's worst game of telephone oh god people yeah. have yeah people eventually came to believe that mummies themselves not the sticky shit on the outside <laughs> used to preserve them possess the power to heal oh god scholars long debated whether bitumen was an actual ingredient in egyptian embalming right more recent studies have shown that bitumen was used at some point, but not on royal mummies. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Was that due? Do they think that's more due to the like royal mummies being preserved in like better spaces, like the yes. the With pyramids and whatnot? And- higher quality ingredients, like Papa John's. <laughs> better ingredients. <laughs> better ingredients. Better mummies. Papa Mummies. <laughs> oh, oh, that's M- close Mummy to Papa Johns? Murphy's. <laughs> Mummy Johns. <laughs> and we'll spell it with an, just an N. <laughs> so today, the word mummy conjures up images of like... Brendan Fraser. Exactly. My God, <laughs> shut up. Sploosh. Um, King Tut. Yes. Right? Sure. All right. And other carefully prepared pharaohs. Uh, But Egypt's first mummies, like I said, weren't necessarily royalty, and they were preserved by accident in the dry sands. Sure. They were buried, most likely, for more than 5,000 years. Gotcha. Like, to mummify. Like, over those 5,000 years, different stages. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can just imagine how, like, it fucking progressed. Yes. Like... Or how it became a thing for royals. Boy, this timeline 
fucked me <laughs> up, fam. Because number one, we already know I'm dumb as fuck when it comes to that. <laughs> like dumb as fuck. I'm still like AD after death. Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> that is before Christ, you yeah. know. <laughs> after death. That's funny. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> no, it's Anno Domini. I know, but I was like, it was taught to me after <laughs> death, after <laughs> Jesus Christ's death. <laughs> And I was like, that seems a bit much to center so many things around it. But okay. Yep. After death. Oh, man. I don't know who taught public you that. Schools. I was going to say public schools. Yeah. No, that's the one thing of going to Christian schools. Where, yeah. No, it, it's based around his birth, not his death. Oops. <laughs> no, but I no, I no. You say that I know it's not the first time I've heard that. That's so, so funny. I know it's not like a misunderstanding solely on your part. I'm no, sure yeah, that you it's were just a common misconception. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, Damn. it stands for Anno Domini, which is translated in the year of our Lord. So it's the year that Jesus was born. Like the incept, like gotcha. the incarnation yeah, yeah, yeah. It became the year of I our make, Lord. That, that makes more sense. It also makes sense with B.C. being before Christ. Well, so yeah, but B.C. Like, before Christ and then yeah, A.D. Yeah, but is, before Christ died and then he like died and then it was one. <laughs> so Jesus was born before Christ? No, before Christ died. They just yeah. leave that part off. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, if it's B.C.D. Before, before Christ it's, died, like it, because it's all before he died. So even when he was born, that doesn't fucking matter. Like <laughs> Jesus was born in BC. Love it. Yes, before Christ died. It's BCE, not BCD. I don't know where you learned that. <laughs> before Christ, that's what it stands for. <laughs> before Christ's execution, boom. What up? <laughs> Any hoozles? <laughs> there when they crucified my lord. Anyway. By <laughs> around 2600 okay. BC. Yes. Egyptians began experimenting with different embalming techniques. No, I was not. That's not where I thought you were headed. I hate you. <laughs> Look, everyone has college years, all right? You're stupid. The process continued to evolve over centuries. The earliest detailed accounts of embalming materials didn't appear until Herodotus. Yeah, sure. I didn't say that right. I didn't yeah. say it perfect. No, you did just fine. Thank you. Uh, he listed myrrh, cassia, cedar oil, gum, aromatic yeah. spices, and natron. Okay. Now, when you say gum, is that, that's like fruit stripe, right? It's not, yeah. you know, not for like flavor. Like juicy fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in uh, 500 BC. Okay. So about 2,100 years later. Uh-huh. I, that, I'm so sorry. That was when Herodotus first listed oh, things. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, in 100 BC, mm-hmm. Diodorus, sure, Scullus, fuck, had added cinnamon and Dead Sea bitumen to the list. Okay, <laughs> I butchered all of that. I love it. 
Research published in 2012 by Stephen Buckley, a British chemical archaeologist, shows that bitumen didn't appear as an embalming ingredient until after 1000 BC. Oh, okay. It was used as a cheaper substitute for more expensive resins. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming a mummy wasn't cheap. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, The first, like we said, intentional mummies that were found were often pharaohs and they were jewel and gold encrusted and the mummies were intact because of the high quality of the resins used. But these cheapy non-royalty knockoff mummies used resins that were also mixed with bitumen. Gotcha. As an added note, many historians believe that most mummies uh, that ended up in European hands uh, through the 12th century to 16th century mm-hmm. were just rich Roman and Greek jackoffs. <laughs> yep, uh, they wanted to be buried like royalty of Egypt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no fucking idea that the Greeks and Romans were coming over and fucking vacationing mm-hmm. in Egypt. Yeah, uh, uh, Alexander the Great or uh, Alexander of Macedonia or Macedonia, if you're Dan Carlin, uh, (laughs) had a lot of his education in Egypt and uh, Kush and other parts of Africa. Wow. Yeah, until it was plundered by uh, mainly the Roman Empire and subsequently Europeans. Like, Africa was a huge learned people uh, and that had a lot of scholars, but so much of their history and recorded written history and temples and libraries were just burnt and destroyed. Absolutely. God, fuck. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Ambrose Perret, a 16th century barber surgeon. Yeah, sure. Who opposed the use of mummy as a drug, claimed this wicked kind of drug doth nothing Help the diseased. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, he, uh, you want to. He was yeah. real 16th century upset. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> and you said you just wanted a little off the sides, some off the top. You want it tapered in the back, or or what? Here. Uh, by the a... way, mummies are—they're uh, not going to help your your, your arms you barely down. hanging on. So I'm just—you know—I'm a surgeon too, so I'm just going to chop that off. But in your post-operative care, mummies don't help shit. So we're going to wrap you. Like a mummy <laughs> after we take that arm off, but we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna eat mummy, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> Ambrose noted that Europeans were most likely getting the most basic people of Egypt. Love it, and I hope they weren't even getting the people from Egypt. No, I hope it was the Roman and fucking Greek jackoffs. Right, I'm just picturing like the. Jeremy Piven or like the character the not himself but the characters that Jeremy Piven plays you know or or, uh, oh god uh Colin Farrell's character in Horrible Bosses like fuck yes (laughs) the ugly uh, yeah ugly kid oh my Uh, god so funny the use of mummies in medicine was a part of the practice of corpse medicine when the mummy supply started to become a bit thin any old corpse would do yeah sure i mean fuck it right 
<laughs> Toma Priest, a 16th century Portuguese apothecary who traveled to Egypt, wrote that merchants sometimes passed off toasted camel flesh for human flesh. <laughs> like, uh... no. Get your fine human fleshes here. Finest human, most human fleshes. Right? It's just spinning on a fucking kebab. Get and the they're just slicing. Slicing it off. And they're like, no, definitely a fucking corpse. Like, this is... You got yourself a genuine genuine 3,000 old mummy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Guy de la Fontaine, a king's doctor, visited Egypt in 1564 and asked an Alexandrian merchant who was selling mummies and asked about the ancient embalming and burial practices. The merchant laughed and said he had made the mummies he was selling. Right. (laughs) Yep. You stupid fuck. You idiot. (laughs) While many people think that making mummies is dirty and awful work, many want to continue to unlock the secrets of ancient Egypt. People like archaeological chemist Stephen Buckley. The Buckster. The Buck. The Buck stops here. He and his team looked for someone who was willing to become a mummy. How, how, how did they do that? Buck, buck, goose. <laughs> buck, buck, goose. <laughs> Actually, they put out an advertisement and Alan Billis was College the... student who was hard up for cash. <laughs> he was the only one who answered the call. He became the star of the 2011 BBC Channel 4 documentary, Mummifying Alan, Egypt's Last Secret. <laughs> Billis does, was like does, 65, dude. He, he, he does know that you don't stay alive for the process, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, he had a terminal illness. Gotcha. And he knew that he was not long gotcha. for this mortal coil. Phyllis died in January of 2011, and it took Buckley and his team until August of that year to complete the mummification process. But, like, they knew they couldn't have pre-made the resins. You're hilarious. (laughs) Buckley says that he modeled his modern mummy off of the 18th dynasty. Okay. Which lasted from about 1550 to 12... 92 BC. Got it. So I think that's still technically New Kingdom, I believe, Egypt. This is significant because it's when Tutankhamun briefly reigned. Gotcha. Yes. So you're correct. When Alan was told about what life looked like after life, uh, he uh, started to refer to himself as Tutan Allen. <laughs> Yes! So everybody called him that until, I mean, they still call him that. But yeah, he started like making it as a joke. Uh, Alan was given the royal treatment. Buckley and his team were the first to carry out an ancient Egyptian embalming in the 21st century. But they wouldn't be the last. Sure, of course not. Why not? Samuel 
when we go out west, we're going to stop in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. We're going to look for a pyramid of gold. You mean the Bass Pro Shop? I fucking love you. (laughs) The Simum. Okay. A religious nonprofit organization and licensed funeral home. Founder of Simum, Claude Noel, who obviously would later go by the name of Corky Ra, <laughs> created a religion in 1975 after he claimed to be visited by what he described as advanced beings. Mm-hmm. And obviously this encounter helped form the tenets of Simum which draws some inspiration from ancient Egyptian beliefs. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing what, like, Stargate level? Dude, <laughs> I, that's exactly what I fucking thought. Like, I was there. I was like, where are the ghouls? Like, right. <laughs> yes. Samum promotes mummification and offers its services to believers and to non-believers for around, I want you to guess... Oh, God. I I don't know. It could be crazy low or it could be crazy high. Uh, 67,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's... And just so everyone knows, 67, comma. comma, zero, zero, zero. I got it right this time, guys. You sure did. <laughs> Ron Tamu, Samum's mummification expert says that they are the only modern mummification facility on the planet. Tamu was a conventional funeral director for many years before he joined the group. Before he became a rock star. Yeah, right there, friend. Uh, His first human he mummified was Corky Ra. I don't like that. Who died in 2008. I don't like that distinction. The first human that he mummified. What was he practicing on cats? Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Yep. Didn't there used to be more squirrels around here? What happened to all the neighborhood cats? There were yes. never any squirrels. There were never any squirrels. Corky Ra remains an everyday presence at the Samum in mummified form. Sure. Like uh, Stalin's tomb. Yeah. yeah, he still is joining in on Samum activities and standing by as Tamu works on other people and animals. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like picturing him in the corner of the sanctuary and like when the beach ball gets like bounces yeah. over to him and it hits him. It's like when the DVD logo hits the exact corner yes. of the screen. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Golden ticket. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets communion today. They will mummify your beloved fur babies. If you uh, would like that. Just what so you that, know. Like Thirty-four. Thirty. I was. God damn it! I was thirty-three-five. Is that what? Yes, exactly. Half of the sixty-seven thousand. Pretty much. Uh, If you're worried about Corky Ra's body, don't. He now rests inside a golden mummiform decorated with a very realistic depiction of his face. Um, that's. First of all, I wasn't worried about him. Uh, Second of all. (laughs) Second of all, I'm still hung up. So what if you have like 
uh, a Clifford or Scooby Doo sized Great Dane, and <laughs> and uh, or, girl, I don't know. Or what if I... you're uh, what if you're a little person and <laughs> like does is, is it a variable price sheet? What are we doing? I can't stand you. Uh, you know what? We'll have to do some more research. Is there a discount for amputees? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but those are all the uh, mummy facts that I have for you to do. That's nuts. All right. If the ice cream machine is uh, working at McDonald's, we can get a McMummy. A McMummy. <laughs> Sounds delicious. All righty. Well, Sam, I believe it's that time. Forget that shit. I'm ready. All righty. In true mummy fashion and honor, I bring you from Etsy a wonderful seller. Peter Sellers. The seller is Libby's Design Store. Libby, love it. And I bring you the mummy, more like the daddy, Brendan <laughs> Fraser mug. Oh my God. It's available in two sizes, <laughs> 15 ounce and 17 ounce. Oh. And uh, they run 15, I, I'm so sorry, 11 ounce and 15 ounce. And they are 15 and 17 dollars. I will be sure to post Libby's design store and this amazing fucking uh, gun. That is ridiculous. He is the daddy. And I love it. I need it. <laughs> well, I uh, I think that uh, that's all I got. I love it. How about it. you? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, my mind is sufficiently blown. <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm going to go eat some berries. All right. Some, Such a uh, wide pumpkin variety. Berries. Some pumpkin berries. At least we got a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dudes. While you are searching up some new corpse medicine recipes, mm. make sure that we are in your earballs. You can find us on all the different streaming platforms, including uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. And you can find more on our Instagram bio at GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, make sure you like, follow, subscribe, do all that shit so we can continue to grow our shit. Check out our link tree to find our website, episode resources, and much, much more. You can always holler at us at GTS with Kaylee and Cassie at gmail.com if you have a small business you want to hype or a topic that you don't want to do homework on. I had such a good time today, Sam. Thanks so much for uh, coming in, uh, filling our little noggins with so much party trivia. I yeah. love it. Now I know all I need to about mummies. So thank you. Uh, absolutely. We're going to have to recreate Mummy Brown. N- no. no. I mean, we won't use real mummies. Okay. We'll do like, well, what's that? We don't want, well, I don't want to skin a camel. Uh, <laughs> well, mango. Very sin, sin mango. What? Like sin pancakes. What? Sin pancakes. We're going to, we're going to. Start our own apothecary, okay? Uh, sure. You got it. Hey, 
You're supposed to support me in I all of my ventures. I in all of this. I will be a great patent medicine flim flam man. Fuck yes. Make sure that you guys come to us for all of your flim flamming. <laughs> we love you so much. Love and light. Until next time. Bye. Bye.